Welcome to Self-Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self-love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at selflovetarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. All right, guys. So last week, I did an announcement about my new online course called Adored and Worthy, which is a course about spiritual self-esteem. And this course is now available and open for enrollment. So if this seems to be calling your name or if you're simply curious as to what we'll be learning, make sure to stick around to the end of the episode because I will be going into more details about that. All right, guys, we're talking about Nine of Swords today. And I think the one thing that I really love about this card is that there's a solution in the card itself. Like it's in the image itself. So I'm talking about the Rider Waite Smith version of this card. You have this person sitting up in bed probably in the middle of the night, with these nine swords kind of stacked onto the wall in this linear, neat fashion. Almost like a super anally neat person's dream. (laughs) It's nice, it's simple, it's straightforward. And then you have this figure who is in bed, who is in complete fear and worry. I've definitely had those nights before, and I'm sure many of you guys have as well. When you're just tossing and turning and worrying, and things just feel awful because you're restless and filled with the sense of overwhelm. And so let's step back for a second and let's talk about the swords suit. The swords offer us this logical, straightforward side of life. It's rational, it's strategic, it's in the realm of communication. And it's also representing our thoughts. So as in the ideas and the concepts and the things we are thinking about in our heads, all of that is in the sword's realm. And so I want this card to be the solution for you guys. Whenever you're feeling like you are this person, in this card. And I want to introduce this concept by first saying, yes, there are certainly times where you can just be with the pain of the experience and that's enough. But there are other times where you feel stuck in that experience and it's as if you aren't able to move forward. So I want to share with you guys this powerful message that the Nine of Swords can offer us today. When our minds are constantly on this spin cycle of going on and on and on about what's happening and this is happening and that's happening and all this worry starts to build from that, that anxiety is stemming from your thoughts. The thoughts that you think are causing the emotions you feel. So for example, how does it feel when you think the thought, I am a complete idiot? Say that to yourself. I am a complete idiot. How does that feel? To me, when I say that in my head, the emotion that comes to me is just a sense of unworthiness. And all of a sudden, 
I feel my posture sink a little bit. My chest kind of caves in and I just want to ball up and hide from the world. And now imagine if you were to think that thought over and over and over again. And when you are feeling unworthy, you tend to access more thoughts that make you feel even more unworthy. Like maybe you start to recall all these past mistakes you've done um, or, you know, all these things you regret. And maybe you recall a memory of someone bullying you or someone calling you stupid. And then all of a sudden this momentum starts to build up. And that is when you find yourself with moments like this where you wake up at 3 a.m. worrying yourself to death. And so here's something that I want you to kind of visualize. Imagine that this whole scenario is like a wheel that is constantly spinning, but it's not going anywhere. Just like the hamster wheel, it's spinning and spinning and spinning and gathering momentum, but towards a direction that feels awful to you. And look at the nine of swords and the layout of the swords on the wall. This is the way out of the spinning. When I see the swords stacked like that, to me, it looks like a ladder. A nice, simple, straightforward ladder that is available to you right now, even if you're feeling the sense of self-pity and that there is no way out of this negative spiral you're in. The way out of the spinning is to trust in the linear, trust in the straightforward, the logical path that the swords are offering to you as the solution right now. And so if we were to see the arrangement of these swords as a ladder going up, you see that each step is paved for you already. There is a rung to support your every step, regardless of how small or how large your steps are. And so in realizing this, how do we move forward? How do we elevate ourselves out of these intense emotions? Find a better feeling thought. Your thoughts can be used as a tool to move you forward and into the direction you want to be heading in, into a direction that feels good to you. And here's something that is super important that I want you guys to hear from this. Your thoughts are a tool. They are not the truth. You can have thoughts about anything on any subject. We have thousands of thoughts a day, and most of the time, we don't even see them as just thoughts. We buy into them. We believe in them. We think they are the absolute truth. For example, someone cuts us off in traffic, and automatically we think, this person is an absolute asshole. (laughs) And we say it, and we mean it like it's the truth at that moment. But is it the absolute truth? Is that a genuine fact? We could find out later that this person is the person that donated a kidney to one of your friends. We could find out later that this person was actually in a rush because he was driving his laboring wife to the hospital. Then what? Is this person still an asshole? If that were the truth, then it would still be the truth regardless of the information we get on them later. And so what I'm trying to demonstrate here is that our thoughts are just thoughts. They don't 
carry the truth. And oftentimes, our thoughts are so fickle. It says, I like this person. Nah, I don't like this person. Now I like this person. Oh no, I can't stand this person. This person's so annoying. (laughs) I like to think of our thoughts as just wild cards. I can have a random thought about a random subject while I'm driving, and it has nothing to do with the present moment. And so going back to this idea of seeing your thoughts as a tool and not the truth, that is incredibly useful. We can have a hammer and use the hammer to smash all of our favorite mugs and plates and completely destroy these things that we love. Or we can use the hammer to nail together this amazing cabinet you got from Ikea. (laughs) We have the power to direct our thoughts, direct our thinking in a way that serves us. And the first step we need to understand is to first be aware of where you are. So it could be the simple act of saying, I feel stressed and I want to feel ease. I feel really bad right now and I want to feel good. I really want to feel better. And so if you visualize a ladder that is placed in front of you and where you want to go is at the top of the ladder, you need to find thoughts that will get you closer and closer to that better feeling. So let's go to the bottom of the ladder. And the thought you have right now is, I will never get this right. Now ask yourself this simple question. What's a better feeling thought to think right now? And sit with the question until you find a natural answer arise from within you. So maybe the better feeling thought that is available to you at that moment is, well, at least I'm healthy. At least my body's healthy. And then assess how you feel after saying that. Do you feel lighter? Do you feel better than before, even if it's just a slight sense of feeling better? And the thing is, Sometimes the better feeling thought that comes to you has nothing to do with the topic you were worrying about originally, and that's fine. In fact, that is great because if you are already stuck in this negative spin cycle regarding, let's say, your body or whatever topic you're on, even if you stop fueling it, the momentum will still keep going just like a wheel. Like the wheel doesn't stop spinning once you let go of it. It keeps going and it takes some time for it to run out of steam. So what I'm trying to say here is that if we are feeling worried or stressed about a particular area in our life and we have been in this hamster spin cycle with it for a long time, just be willing to let it go for a bit. It's okay to think of other topics. It's okay to go into something else. Because you need that sense of relief first before you were able to make that better anyways. You're not going to be able to figure out the solution to a problem if you're so wrapped up in that spin cycle. So give yourself a sense of relief with this. What's a better feeling thought to think? Another way of asking this is, what thought can help me feel a sense of relief right now? Your mind may want to go back into the spin cycle and it may want to circle back to the thoughts that feel bad. It may want to make things more complicated again. And when that happens, stick to the straight and logical path of going upwards. 
When you realize that, you are rationalizing or wanting to go back to that place. Just go back to asking yourself, okay, what's a better feeling thought that I have access to right now? And stay committed to this latter process. Write it down and stare at this question. What's a better feeling thought for me to think right now? What is a better feeling thought that is available to me right now? And sometimes the next available thought for you to think is, this is okay. We talked a lot about allowing emotions to arise on the podcast already. And so in order to decompress the tension, sometimes all we really need to say to ourselves is, the presence of this fear is okay. My mind is overthinking. And that's okay. I am fine where I am. Nothing has gone wrong. The presence of this emotion doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. And another really incredibly helpful thought that I love saying to myself is, it's not your fault for feeling this way. Sometimes we tend to blame ourselves, especially if you are involved in this work of building more positive experiences for yourself when we do end up going into the natural negative emotions that we all feel as human beings sometimes we tend to beat ourselves up about it and there's really nothing wrong with negative emotions and so if they arise it's not your fault just that one thought can help you take that baby step forward up into the next rung of the ladder. And so sometimes reaching for just that sense of acceptance can allow the relief to flood in. And so maybe you're doing this and you're wondering if you're actually doing it right and you're actually going up the ladder. You know that you're making your way up the ladder if the thoughts that you choose are an automatic hell yes. As in, yes, that is a thought I can believe. Yes, that is a thought I already believe. I don't need to force myself into believing this. I don't need to work on my belief of it because I already believe in it. It's a hell yes. It's just a natural belief I have. Another way of looking at it is that there will be a sense of easiness to this. You are not trying to challenge yourself to come up with more positive thoughts. You're simply just activating better feeling thoughts that have already existed somewhere in your headspace. It requires no effort to believe in them and it feels easy. This is like, for example, if you want to think about it this way, it's like if you're cooking and you're tasting your food and you think it tastes bland. So you decide, I want this food to taste more flavorful. And so you go into your cabinets and you get your salt, the salt that you already have in your cabinet, and you sprinkle it onto your food. You don't panic and get into your car and drive to the nearest Whole Foods to get your fancy Himalayan pink salt that has been ethically sourced and certified organic. You don't have to do any of that stuff in order to feel better. You have things that are right at hand that will help you, and that is enough to lift your spirits and move you forward in the direction you want to go. 
And what's amazing about this is that you are basically coming up with your own personal affirmations and statements to elevate yourself. You're not using someone else's affirmations, some other, you know, sentence or phrase someone told you to use. You are using what's authentically coming out of you. And when you use what's authentically coming out of you, it works because you believe it and it feels aligned and good to you. It's not another person's words. It's your words. And that is what makes this incredibly more amplifying and amazing because it's from you. It's your own wisdom. And that's another reason why asking yourself, what's a better feeling thought to think right now is an incredible question to ask yourself in these situations because you get to ask your higher self. You get to ask your intuition. And when you do this enough, you will realize that you will always get an answer. And sometimes what this looks like is going very, very broad and almost aiming towards a neutral statement because it can be a lot easier that way too. So for example, if you're feeling super insecure about your body image, you can maybe start with the phrase, hey, at least I can walk. I may not be as slender as I want to be right now, but at least I can walk. At least my body is working and my organs are properly working. At least I can digest the food that I eat. You know, I'm glad I have access to clean drinking water. And I'm glad my hair is long. I actually like the texture of my hair. People compliment my hair all the time. I actually am pretty fortunate to have nice hair. Did you feel the shift in that? It was like a step-by-step shift. And you got to feel that energetic movement, that elevation of mood. And that is when you're able to lift yourself out of any heavy emotion like that from a straight and upwards path. You will be able to feel centered in any situation when you have time to just sit down and consciously do this. So it's perfect for those restless nights of tossing and turning. And so like the figure in the Nine of Swords, instead of spinning in that endless hamster wheel, be willing to look up and see that the ladder is waiting for you to climb it. It's always there for you, and it always starts exactly where you are. You are always in a place where you can find a thought that feels better. And to simply just rest in that knowledge that there will always be a thought that feels better for me and I can access that now, that's one of the most hopeful things we can ever remember for ourselves. That regardless of how bad we feel, regardless of where we are standing, we can always find a way to feel better and connect with the divine love that surrounds us. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Love Tarot. And before I sign off, I just wanted to share with you guys my excitement about this new course. This course is honestly, it's honestly a dream come true because I feel like every single concept, every idea, every tool that I shared in this course was something that I'd used for myself and I believe in and that I found so much peace and clarity and alignment in just basking in these ideas. And 
I've shared with you guys a bit about my own journey on the podcast regarding my own self-love, self-esteem, and self-worth. And this course was dedicated to all of you going through a similar journey. But honestly, if I'm being completely honest, this course was also dedicated to my younger self. Younger, insecure Gretchen who believed her worth was in the hands of others. And it was something she thought she needed to work for and earn and deserve. Not something that was just simply a part of her being. And I wholeheartedly dedicated this to her because she was brave enough to weather that shit storm. To weather all those times where she got rejections from guys she liked. And all those times she felt incredibly unlovable and rejected. She was brave enough to go through a seven-year eating disorder and not only survive it, but thrive because of it. Because this is where she really bloomed and saw who she really was. And through her commitment and willingness to see things differently and see herself differently, even with all these negative opinions she had of herself, she was able to receive the answers she was searching for for years. And I commend her bravery. I commend all of you guys who are listening and your bravery for being willing to dive into this world and see the truth of who you are. And the reason why you keep doing this work and keep turning to your own spiritual growth and the messages of the tarot and, you know, continuing to do all the things you love to do is because there is this voice within you that knows you are so much more than you think. You are much more than your body. You are so much more than your actions. You are so much more than your accomplishments. And that none of that even puts a dent in who you really are. Keep following that impulse, that urge, that drive to see the divinity within yourself. Because there will be a day where you look back at yourself right now and thank yourself for all your amazing bravery and the things you were willing to commit to. And so if this opportunity is calling to you, it would be my greatest honor and joy to share with you everything I know about this topic of spiritual self-esteem and how to, instead of chasing love, instead of trying to earn love, how to be love, how to feel loved and adored and worthy in every moment of your experience. Because when your cup is already full with the love and joy and radiance that is your birthright, that is when it can spill out and pour forth into the world, pour forth into your actions and your accomplishments, your relationships and your goals, everything. The only thing, all the areas of your life, your health, your career, your relationships, your passions, the only thing that all those things have in common is you. And so you are the root of everything. You are the essential ingredient to all of this. And it is time to realize how freaking brilliant you truly are. This is a four-week self-paced course, which means all the content is available to you on day one and you can choose to spread it out in four weeks or do it all in one week or maybe binge the whole thing in two days, whichever. And the course is now officially open for enrollment. So if you guys go to selflovetarot.com and hit the courses tab, you can find the enrollment page for that. And you can also just click on the link in the show notes to go directly there. So if you feel 
feel the call to this, go check it out and you can look at the course overview because everything will be on there as well. So again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you guys next time.